A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome to the 57th episode of the NSR Podcast, the show where we give you the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities. Matt, 57, cruising through uh, the podcast each and every week. Crazy. Some incredible content as well. Hopefully you guys are, are taking something or multiple things away from, from every single podcast. Like it's, it's amazing to me that we're on episode 57. It's amazing to me that we're the number one Number one Spotify, ah, number one Spotify. We're the number one podcast relating to U.S. college scholarships uh, on Spotify. Yes, we are. Jump on Spotify, have a look. Jump on iTunes, jump on YouTube. You can also see the the green screen in the background. Uh, What you would have noticed is YouTube now is only 10-minute videos. If you want to listen to the complete episode, usually they're around 30 minutes. You'll have to jump on Spotify or iTunes and and have a listen. We did that for you, NSR Nation. Exactly. That's based on on some feedback. So YouTube videos are 10 minutes long. If you want to listen to the full episode, you'll have to jump on Spotify. Now, uh, while you're on any of those channels subscribe uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button give us a like youtube just down there give us a rating yep big one exactly we need the ratings we need the likes uh star ratings on itunes but matt this week another awesome episode uh of the podcast we're going to be talking about scholarships uh the 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 title of this one you would have seen is why full uh, why full scholarships don't exist um so we're going to be talking about that you may have heard otherwise uh but we're going to hit Hit you with some facts in this episode. Spitting so, facts. Exactly. So stay tuned. Uh, this episode is all about scholarships and why full scholarships do not exist. Full scholarships, Matt. Uh, thinking back to my time in the US, I went to two different institutions, uh, two different schools. And honestly, I, I don't remember one person or meeting a person uh, that was on a, a full scholarship. Um, I remember some guys being on and girls being on large or really large partial scholarships, but a full scholarship. Um, like I didn't, uh, honestly, I didn't meet anyone on the soccer team anyway. Uh, guys or girls that were on a, a complete scholarship. What about, what about you? You went to three different schools uh, as well across four years. Do you remember anyone being on a full scholarship? I do not. I do not. Okay. Um, you know, not on my soccer team at least. Yeah. Um, but similar to you, I knew. You know, kids in different sports playing different things, yeah. like that were on really good scholarships, yeah. close to to full. Were you on a full athletic scholarship? I was not. And you but, were someone who went on to play at a pretty high level, sort of professionally for a couple of years. So yeah, sort of. Yes, yeah, sort, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, and and look, it was you know I was on a I was on a very big partial scholarship. Yeah. Um, but it didn't it didn't cover a hundred percent of my costs. You know, and, that, and that's that's just the reality of it. Um, yeah. But in, in in saying that, like, and we're going to get into this a little bit. There's yeah. there's different kinds of sports. Yeah. Um. You know, and and the, one's called headcount sports. The other one's called uh, equivalency. Equivalency sport. <laughs> I was about to say cumulative sport. No, <laughs> equivalency sports. Yeah. Um. But we'll get into that. Yeah. Exactly. And I look. I again. I spent four years across two different schools and. Um, again, I I never seen anyone personally that was on a full scholarship, especially with the sports I was competing in, or the the equivalency sports we'll, we'll call it. Um, oh, that's what it's called. We won't call it that. <laughs> uh, but why is it that we never see anyone, or I didn't see anyone on, on a full scholarship? Scholarship. I'm not sure where does the 
that idea come from? Like you'll hear a lot of Australians here in Australia say that you know, they know so-and-so who's over there on a full scholarship or if I go to the US, there's, there's so many full scholarships available. Um, look, does the full scholarship exist or does does everyone get a full scholarship? Or Look, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. Um, but I, I actually, like, I don't know where to begin with yeah. this topic yeah. because it's like we could, we could, I could talk for about five hours on this probably, if not longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there, there's, it's so intricate. Yeah. Like the, the system over there is just, it's so different. I, I think the idea that everyone in America is on full scholarships yeah. um, or, or, you know, yeah, I'm going to America because I'm, you know, I want to I get a full scholarship. I think it comes from just the Australian culture and what scholarship means here. Yeah. And I've wound you up now. I've wound Matt up now. So he's ready to, ready to go. Oh, <laughs> you ready to go. Well, I'm not even reading ahead. I'm just, yeah. I'm just going ahead. Yeah. Um, but no, look, it's, it's, it's just that. You know, if you're on scholarship in Australia, typically it means that your costs are covered. Yeah. But but typically a scholarship covers your tuition cost. Yeah. So in, in in the grand scheme of things, your accommodation, your meals to stay alive, like like that's covered by your parents. So yeah. you know, yeah, you may be on a full tuition scholarship, but it's not a fully encompassing scholarship. Yeah. So I think there there's there's that side of it. Um and yeah, like I think it, it's like in in the US people have a better understanding of the fact that, you know, like a sports scholarship or uh, a performing arts scholarship or financial aid or, uh, you know, in-state tuition waiver or like they, they have a better understanding of all the different financial pieces that can make up yeah. a very large partial scholarship. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's, you know, it's, it's about piecing together as many different forms of financial aid as possible to get the best package that you can. So uh, again, Probably the other reason why people think that there's full scholarships all over the place is because you know they know some, they know somebody's brother whose cousin's sister's aunt, yeah. you know, went to the states and she was on full scholarship and yeah. oh well Johnny from the club down the road he he's in the states and he's he's he told me he's on full scholarship yeah well you know people tend to fabricate don't believe things. everything you hear yeah, yeah that's it people tend to fabricate a lot of things and yeah. and look. You might be on a full tuition scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's 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 not difficult to find a full tuition scholarship, mm-hmm. but to find a full full scholarship, <laughs> a full full scholarship. That's that's a little bit different. Where everything's covered. Exactly. Um, exactly. But look, we'll try and clear things up in this in this particular episode surrounding full scholarships. Um, but uh, Matt, if you wanna if you wanna go off, you go. Talk about full scholarships. All right. First and foremost, look. Full scholarships do exist. Okay. All right. We, we tricked you with the title. Full scholarships do exist. Yeah. All right. Um, but they exist like Bigfoot exists. <laughs> all right. Um, he's out there somewhere. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. All right. He you makes a noise him, every now and again. Yeah. But it's very, very rare to get a glimpse of him. Yeah. <laughs> right? And when you do... All right, you, you question whether or not it was actually him or if yeah. it was like a bear. Right? Very similar to full scholarships. Very similar to full scholarships. Exactly. They're they're out there, yeah, but they're they're rare, you yeah. know. And and they're the, the biggest thing about a full scholarship is that it is earned, mm-hmm. um, and and you, you don't just get handed a full scholarship and you know like oh great here here you go we'll pay for everything. Yeah, All right, it doesn't happen that way here. It's not going to happen that way over there. There's there's a lot that goes into it, but start like, with. Uh, We'll start talking about that. You spoke about it just before. Headcount sports That's right. and equivalency sports to, to explain sort of how that works, uh, which will help you understand 
why there aren't as many full scholarships as people would think. Right. So, um, as I mentioned previously, and Jacob just alluded to again, you've got two different kinds of sports. Yep. And that and, and determines how scholarship is awarded. You've got headcount sports, and you've got equivalency sports. Mm-hmm. Headcount sports means that if you've been chosen for a scholarship, then you get the full amount of that scholarship. And if, and if that school has decided to, to make it a full, then you, you get a full scholarship if you're a scholarship athlete. An equivalency sport means that a team has so many scholarships that they can split up. They can and, divvy up. They between. can divvy up however they want. Yeah. So you may have a team of soccer players that, you know, 30 soccer players, but they only get 16 scholarships, which means that that coach can give 16 players full scholarships yeah. or he can give 30 players partial scholarships. Because soccer is an equivalency Soccer sport. is an equivalency sport. Exactly. Headcount sports. All right. Let's talk about those. Division one. NCAA, NCAA Division, Division one. one football. So yep. gridiron. Yep. That's, that is a headcount sport. Yep. Um, you've got NCAA Division One basketball, men's and women's. Men's and women's. Um, you've got NCAA Division One tennis, but that's for women only. Uh, you've got gymnastics, NCAA Division One for women only, uh, and you've got volleyball, NCAA Division One women only that are that are head count sports, mm-hmm. uh, which again means that you know if. Let's, let's, so basically what that means is that they're restricted in the number of athletes that they can provide scholarships to. Yeah. Um, for example, NCAA Division I gridiron team. All right? They're only allowed 85 scholarships per year, uh, which means that they're only allowed to have 85 players on scholarships. So they can't divvy that scholarship up and choose right. how they well, spend it. It has ex- to be... Exactly. So a gridiron team, an NCAA Division One gridiron team, you look at Alabama, Texas, like those big names, USC, like you're talking close to 200 athletes... On the roster. ...in one team. Yeah. But only 85 are on scholarship. Yeah. And that could be could be a full scholarship if that's what the school has chosen to provide all of those 85 athletes. Right. Or it could be a 50% scholarship. Is that correct? Or Correct. So yeah. so look, the NCAA determines the, the, the total amount like the total number of scholarships that can be given yeah. for a particular sport. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a headcount sport, then they can the the school under under the NCAA's ruling, the school then decides. Okay, well, we get eighty five scholarships in this particular sport. We're going to make all eighty five full scholarships, or we're going to make all eighty five partial scholarships. So that which is anywhere between that could yeah that could be anywhere from a dollar yeah. to to ninety nine percent scholarship right but like the school will decide how large that scholarship is so even if you're in a head count sport if you're selected for a scholarship it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be full yeah. but if that school has decided that their head count scholarships are full scholarships yeah. then it would be full <laughs> okay exactly which is again it's confusing where that idea comes from that a lot of athletes go over well they're I guess you could say movies, media, because these particular sports, the headcount sports, the basketballs, D1 basketballs, D1 footballs, that's where, that's what you see in the movies, that's what you see exactly. in the media, that's what you see on TV. So it's understandable why you would think that or why people All would sports think, are the same. Exactly. You know, but, but it, they're not. Like yeah. there's only those, those set sports that I listed are, are, are considered headcount sports. Um, and, and if, you, if you, you think back, like only two of those sports – are, are for men's participation. Yeah. NCAA Division One gridiron. Yeah. And and NCAA Division One men's basketball. 
Now, look, I, I can't imagine there's too many Aussies that are going straight over in their first year on and are receiving one of those. No, man, not at all. Like in those particular divisions. You know, if, what the ones that you do see are, are you know, the the guys that played AFL that are now punters that are yeah. six six and yeah. and they can smash a ball any which way and and like that may pick up a full scholarship right away. Yeah. Um, you know, basketball unless you're playing for Australia, you know, like getting getting a full scholarship to play men's basketball at an NCAA Division One school, like really any. Any school playing basketball in the U.S., like you want to be playing at a pretty high level. Yeah, well, that, you go. that's it. Like, yeah. but but in, in terms of a full scholarship athlete for men's basketball at the NCAA Division One level, you yeah. you in order for you to even have a chance, you need to play for Australia. Like, no word of a lie. On the women's side, it's different. You know, the the women's side is completely different. Yeah. Like, you know, you've got this thing called Title Nine in the United States. Title Nine says that there will be equal opportunity for female athletes in education, in sport, and everything. So what that means is that, you know, between men's and women's sports, it's just like here in Australia. There's always more men's participation. Yeah. All right? So let's say that a school has a 1,000 men competing across eight different sports. Mm-hmm. All right? Then what that means by law in the United States is that that school also needs to offer a 1,000 opportunities to women. And all the money that they spend on all those guys they need to spend equal money on the women. The awesome thing about that is... <laughs> there, there is not always enough women yeah. to fill all the spots. So they may offer a 1,000 opportunities to the girls, but only have 700 girls filling yeah. those 1,000 spots, meaning that the average scholarship to a female athlete is higher than the average scholarship for a male athlete. Also, there's no women's... Gridiron. There's no women's American football. So those 85 scholarships that we spoke about, NCAA Division One football, all those 85 have to be made up somewhere in within the women's women's game. Exactly. So, so tennis, gymnastics, yeah. you know, volleyball, um, you know, women's basketball. Like yeah. so. So again, like there there are full scholarships out there. Mm-hmm. We have athletes right now in the United States on yeah. full scholarships, but they're women. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, and that's. That's the reality. Like, yeah. like we, we have some very, very elite, good academic male athletes in the United States right now that are yeah. on very, very big partial scholarships, which, which make their costs really, really affordable, especially yeah. in comparison to, to what they would be doing here in Australia. But to, to, to be given that you know, full, full, full scholarship yeah. as, as, a, as a male athlete is, is a lot harder because there's anywhere, any country in the world, uh, the competition... For opportunities yeah. in male sport is a lot higher, especially the uh, the headcount sports as well. Like their basketball and football, as uh, like I said before, there's not too many kids that are coming straight out of high school that can go into a program like that. Especially gridiron, like it's not a sport that we we tend to play here in Australia or New Zealand. Right, you, you're finding more and more kids are though. Like yeah. there's there's a couple over there in college now that are linemen. You know, like the big the big guys down in the trenches. You know, like you get a big beefy Australian dude teach him how to play offensive line or defensive line and tell him to go and tackle somebody or block somebody like that that's that's a lot easier for for somebody to to grasp that hasn't played the sport their whole life same thing with a punter catch it and kick it right um you know do different things with it like that's that's easy for you know for for an international that's never played the game to grasp that concept but but for like a skilled position player you know, like a running back, a receiver, like defensive the last back. Australian quarterback you've seen at any college, Ugh. any division. Is has there been one? That's 
You might have to check that out. Uh, look, I'm not, I'm not going to say that there hasn't, but I'm not going to say that there has. But right. there will be. There, Surely there will be at some point in certainly. time. Well, there's a, there's a kid in Geelong. There you go. There's a, I, 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 could, <laughs> I could say his name. He's friends with one of our athletes that's over in the States right yeah. now. Um, if you're listening, you know who you are. You know who you are, there big you fella. Uh, I saw you in the, at the Combine last week. Yep. Um, you, you got a shot. <laughs> All right. But you're a Denver Broncos fan. Sorry. <laughs> you're a Denver Broncos fan, and I, I don't approve of that. Go Cowboys. Equivalency sports. Equivalency sports. Next Let's page. get into equivalency sports. Equivalen- equivalency scholarships means that there is no restriction on how many athletes can be on scholarship. Yep. Um, there's just a limit on the number of scholarships that a team has. Yeah. All right. So men's soccer, great example. Really, all the other sports aside from the ones that I listed previously yeah. are, are equivalency sports. Mm-hmm. Um, the different in, in, in Division Two, um, you know, junior college. Like I said, majority. Of, of all scholarships out there are are, are looked at as, as equivalency scholarships yeah. where I'll give you my experience as a head coach at a junior college program. I, I had 18 scholarships that I could give. Mm-hmm. I had a roster of 46 players, all right, which means that I could have given 18 players full scholarships. But what I did is my returners, my second year guys, I would give the most money to. Yeah. Some of my first year guys, I wouldn't give any money to. And, and now I would, I would divvy it up between, I, I would take that budget. So that, that 18 scholarships. For example, we had a roster of, and when I say we, I mean the program that you yep. were at. We had a roster of about 40 to anywhere between 40 and 50 kids. So it's a large, 46. A large roster. There you go. That is almost right between 40 and 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, some would drop off. Some would pick up and, and come through you know, a little bit during the season. But um, that's what Matt had to divvy, divvy those 18 scholarships up. Right. So... I'll just do simple math. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll round down to make it simple, right? Yeah. So let's say that the cost of my our college for tuition, fees, room, board, all right, and in, insurance, yeah. let's say it was $10,000, which isn't far off. It was 13 and a half. But for yeah. the sake of math, I'm going to say it was 10000 <laughs> I get 18 scholarships. So, so my budget for scholarship was $180,000. Yep. I could take that $180,000 and I could split that evenly through all 46 players on my team if I wanted to, or I could give more to one player and, and not another. I could, I could do whatever I wanted to with the money that I had. And, and that's, that's the way that the majority of programs works. Yeah. And, and when a coach is recruiting an athlete, you know, you, you're, you're trying to recruit the best team possible. All right? if, if you take all your scholarships and put them into you know, just a small number of, of, of athletes, then you don't have any depth in your roster. You know, you're, you're not going to attract everyone to come and pay full fees. So if, if you, you know, when you, when, you, when you look to recruit, yeah, you may have a few key players that you're giving more money to, but you want to use that budget intelligently yeah. to attract the best talent that you can to have as deep of a roster as possible mm-hmm. so that, you know, you're stronger, you can go further into the postseason. The further, further we go into the postseason and win championships, the more money that we get for our program, yeah. the school's happy. Like I said, all those things. So again, you, you've got coaches that are balancing out, you, you know, the, these, these budgets. And, and each year, you know, athletes will graduate or athletes will leave. The money, if they were on money, that goes back into the budget. The coach can then use that however he wants for any more incoming recruits. Yep. Um, so, other than the, yep, Division One basketball, men's and women's, Division One football, uh, women's tennis, women, women's volleyball, and women's 
gymnastics. gymnastics only at the NCAA else, Division One level. Everything else is a, the, a, considered an equivalent. Everything sport. in every division. Every division. <clears throat> exactly. All right. Um, Which is why the full scholarship. Exactly. Is the full scholarship is hard to come by. Yeah. You know, like big, Bigfoot's the out there. Same as Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot's out there. All right. It's possible that yeah. we might we, we might one day catch him. Yeah. All right. And it's very possible that, that <clears throat> you know what you one day. You you could be on a full scholarship, but but to be given that full scholarship as a first year incoming student from overseas into the United States with zero experience in college, yeah. you need to be something special. The business, yeah. like you need to be one of the best things coming out of this country yeah. in your particular sport, and more than likely have the grades exactly. You got to be an, to, like, to back that up as well, academic as well. It's not like the coach is gonna give you that full scholarship if you know coming out of high school you're straight C's or below or you struggle to, to graduate like you need to be a, a student that wants to do well in, in, in classes as well with your academics in, in, so. the, in the majority of schools yes yeah. I think that is the case yeah. there, there are some big schools that, that have lower entry mm. standards that will, will look at different you know kinds of kinds of players and that but like but again you know money money's tight yeah. Especially in men's sports, like money is 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 always really really tight, um, and and I'll say it again, like girls, I, I wish I, I worked with five hundred girls a year. <laughs> All right, like I, I really I wish I wish we had more girls in the program. Like if, if you're listening, girls, yeah, if you're listening to this, please take note of this. Like there is more chance for you to get bigger. And, and more scholarship. Close to a full scholarship. Than you, you have a much better chance of getting a full scholarship and or closer to a full scholarship than any male athlete out there. All right? And I, and I say that honestly. Facts. And, and, and can you say that in this country? No. 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 What, what other country is it law, legislation in place that says... Girls, by law, will have equal opportunity. And, and with that equal opportunity, you know, like I said, the participation numbers are always lower, yeah. which means that everyone that participates is getting more money to do so. Well, really, there's nothing like that in sport in, in the world. No. Um, even, even in the U.S. at the professional level, it sort of changes from, from college. But college, the college system, the U.S. collegiate system, is the only system in the world that women are completely equal to to men in terms of the money they receive the funds they receive scholarships it is. and, and then stuff. when you go from from you cross that threshold from amateur athlete to professional athlete then you know then that, that's the whole argument right now yeah. in, in, in the world of sports equal pay for women and, and so on and so forth right that, that's going to be an ongoing battle I think forever yeah. but the US collegiate system is the only place where girls by law have equal opportunity to boys yeah uh, Take note. Ne- next segment, um, we'll talk about uh, full scholarships. Some okay. More, we'll talk we, about full more, scholarships. More about full more. scholarships. Coming Last up segment, next. Uh, we've got about eight minutes left, so stay tuned. All right, Matt. So <clears throat> we may have confused everyone a little bit in the last segment. Maybe not, but let's clear it up. Full scholarships, they do exist. They don't exist. What's the crack? Look, they do exist. Okay. Full scholarships do exist. Plain and simple. Yep. <clears throat> and, and they exist in, in, in those five main sports or six main sports that we've talked about. Really yeah. everything except yeah. like junior college division three uh, and, and, and even the NCAA division three don't, don't have athletic scholarships. Yeah. 
Um, but they can give full academic scholarships. They, okay. You know, a Division three school, they may not call it an athletic scholarship, but you, you, with your grades, you may qualify for a full tuition scholarship. Yep. And then their housing grant, which basically puts you in a better position than that school that could offer you a fraction of athletic scholarship. You know, so, so again, the division... Like I go on again for another episode about this, which we've done in the past. Why Division Three one. is 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 the worst, right? It's not the worst. Yeah. Um. The, even even you know schools that are in divisions that can't give athletic scholarships find ways of helping people decrease costs. But that's no yeah. I'm divulging from my point. <laughs> All right. Um. Full scholarships do exist. Um. But to receive a, a full scholarship in any way, in any way, yeah. All right, you need to either be the best student or you need to be the best athlete. Mm-hmm. All right, are you going to get a full scholarship if you're a state league soccer player or a local league basketballer? No, you won't. Probably not. Yeah. No, I, 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 especially as a as a male player. Yeah. Probably not. Female, you got a better chance just because of the, of that difference that we've just talked about. Um, can you get a partial scholarship though if you're a state league player or? You know, um, a local basketballer or, you know, average tennis, things like that. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a lot more likely. A lot more likely, yeah. You know, which is why I think we do a good job of preparing <clears throat> families for, for a financial outlay, understanding how the system works, which I hope these podcasts help you to understand. Yeah. Um, now, if you want a full scholarship in your first year, like I said, inexperienced kid from overseas entering into the United States as a first-year player, zero experience there at all. All right, you better be playing for your country. High level. Like, like you need to be representing Australia, not on a tour that went through Europe. Yeah. All right, but no, no, no. Like AIS, best in the country, in your sport, yep. the most elite, as well as have the, like I said, the grades to back it up. You need to be at a super, super, super high standard. Yeah. All right, you'll see people on large scholarships from Australia. There, there's yep. a, I guess it's, it's about understanding where Australia fares in in the world of full scholarships within a, each particular sport right so you know it, the, the the sports where so Australians where, essentially where a coach is going to look first for an athlete in that sport to, correct. to simplify it. It, it yeah exactly so like you know basically Australia dominates and, and, and is very high level in, in particular sports right mm. your national sports swimming all right, field hockey, field hockey, yeah, rowing, high level rowers, you know, yep. track and field, yeah, you know, like you, you, like you, those those are the sports that that you guys are are, are dominant as a country mm-hmm. in, all right, but like <laughs> AFL and cricket, sorry, yeah, but AFL and not cricket, too many yeah, opportunities, yeah, no, they're they're not over there, yeah, <laughs> all right, um, although they are building the largest cricket pitch in North America in Houston, Texas, there you go, fun fact for you, <laughs> all right, again. I've sidetracked. <laughs> um, but think about it from a coach's perspective, right? Me, the soccer coach, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you straight. All right? If, if I've got all this money to go and find uh, you know, a soccer player, you know, and, and I'm going to give a full scholarship to a soccer player, all right? I'm not going to come to Australia first. first. Yeah. All right? I'm going to go to Spain. I'm going to go to Argentina. I'm going to go to the Netherlands. I'm going to go to Germany. I'm, I'm going to go Brazil. Brazil. You see a lot of Brazilians in college. Yeah. Because those, those are the countries in the world. Like, you have to realize you're dealing with something on a world scale. Like, it's not just from Australia to the United States. Like, 
These coaches have a budget that they can spend however they want. On they athletes want to, from wherever they, they want. They can spend it on athletes from anywhere in the yeah. world. Yeah. And look, if I'm a swimming coach and I want some dominant swimmers, then yeah, I might come to Australia. I'll look if, I, if I need some field hockey girls, yeah. de- guarantee I'm going to Australia. You guys are killing it on the world stage. Yeah. If, if I need a you know, basketballer, like... Local high school. I'm going to go to the local high school in the United States because the United States dominates basketball. Look, Australia does well, yeah. but, it, but it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. You know, it's different. Um, but, but again, those, those sport rowing, you know, you guys in track and field, those, those types of sports. If I need you know, those types of athletes, then yeah, Australia might be a great choice. But if I need a soccer player and I got a bunch of money to spend and I want him to be the best soccer player in the world, sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to, my first stop isn't going to be in Australia. Even yeah. if that kid plays for the national team, yeah. where does Australia fit in, in, in the, the world scheme, of football? Yeah. Because that's, that's the, the, the topic here, right? Yeah. Like that's, you know, you, you, you barely qualified through Asia. Hmm. You, you're playing against Kazakhstan. <laughs> you, Kazakhstan. You know, a bunch of countries that I can't even pronounce, right? But, but if I want the best players, I'm going to go to the countries where football, you know, and soccer is, is predominant the number one sport, which again, Spain. Which is the same for every sport, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I want baseballers, I'm not going to go to Australia. I'm going I'm to I'm recruit heavily from the United States because it's our national pastime. Yeah. All right. Like, if I want math champions, Central America, Cuba—it's obviously their national sport. If as I well. need math champions, I know where I'm going. Yeah. All right. It, yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know, if but but again, if I need, if I need an ice hockey athlete, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to Canada. Or I'm going to go to Russia. All right. But again, think the US. about. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look in the U.S. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't you don't think automatically. Oh, I'm going to Australia to find some ice hockey yeah. athletes. Although we do have a couple. We do. That are good. Very good. There is ice yeah. in Australia. All right? I, I, I've come to find that out. Yeah. But, you know, again, I, I think for everybody out there listening, you just need to understand where your sport... Th- think about it that way. It, it's very simple to think about. where the, Figure out the sport that you play and, and where in the world does Australia rank in the world in that particular sport. Yeah. And then think about that ranking being the best in this country and then figure out where you fit in. And, yeah. and then that's, that's how you have to think about the U.S. system. Like, you know, if, if you're an NPL kid that's playing for the U18 team at South Melbourne or, or wherever else, like, you're not going D1 full scholarship. No. You, you, you just won't. Un- unless you go to the U.S., and you work your way through that system, and you eventually earn yourself yeah. a full scholarship by scoring 46 goals in another competition. <laughs> so essentially, or basically, you need to understand where you're competing at in your own country um, within the, the sport that you're playing, what level, what standard you're playing at here, and then take that to sort of the world scale and understand where Australia as a whole sort of fits into to to that. The, to, so, to the world scale, because, exactly. because U.S. coaches are recruiting from everywhere from every country in the world yeah. and and they're going to bring the best athletes that they can bring from from doesn't matter where in the world they are they they just they want the best athletes in their programs and 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 again in those sports where Australia is is dominant yeah. then then look you may see more full scholarships women's basketball they they're a lot more regular than any other sport yeah. field hockey a lot more regular than most other sports, and that's on the women's side. Mm-hmm. You know, women in general, you're getting more scholarship than men. 
All right, so uh, again, yes, full scholarships do exist. Are they easy to find? Are they easy to get? No, they're not. They, they are earned. They are earned, earned, earned. Nothing <laughs> is handed to you. Yeah. You do not get served on a silver spoon when you go to the United States. You earn everything. There you go. Full you, scholarships, unicorns. Partial scholarships, a lot a lot more common. Um, but obviously the, the topic of this episode was why full scholarships don't exist. They do exist as partial much, as, scholarships uh, as, much are, as Bigfoot exists. Yeah. Um, but partial scholarships are a lot more common. Partial scholarships are everywhere. Myself, we, yeah. Matt, we're, we're on partial scholarships, but costs were very affordable. Like We didn't need a full scholarship to, to get through college. No, you just uh, need to go into the process with the understanding of and, like how it works. And if you need a full scholarship, then don't bother looking at this particular opportunity because there's always costs. Even if you are on a full scholarship, as Matt said at the beginning of the episode, there's still costs associated with this, even if you are on a full yeah, let, athletic let, scholarship. Let's say you are on a full athletic scholarship. You know, they, they pay for your tuition and fees. They pay for your room and board. They pay for your books. All right? They pay for your insurance. <clears throat> they pay for everything. All right? Well, you still got flights that you got to get over there. All right? you, you still have like spending money and socializing yeah. money. Yeah. Like, you, there, there's, there's always going to be costs Lots. out of pocket, yeah. no matter if you're on a full scholarship or a big partial scholarship, or on no scholarship. Like, there's always affordable options everywhere. Yeah. But it's all about you understanding how this system works and how to, to figure out for yourself, you know, what what you might be up for and, yeah, figuring out, I want to know where Bigfoot is. Exactly. But, uh, look, we'll wrap up the episode there. We're just about 30 minutes in, so... Um, Hopefully you learned something new. Uh, obviously, Matt's very passionate about this, love, this particular topic. Love these topics. Scholarships. So uh, next week, we'll be back with, uh, with a different topic. Um, if you have any feedback, any questions, you can always get in contact with us. Don't jump forget. Online, jump online. Get your books. Grab the books. I wrote a bunch of website. books. <laughs> all for you. Exactly. So Books all about partial scholarships. No. <laughs> no. But again, some great resources there um, that will help you to plan a realistic approach to this journey. All right? All for you. We'll be back next week with episode 58. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this one. Hopefully you took something away from it. Uh, see you later. See ya. See ya.